Bang bang! This episode of Welcome to the Potty is brought to you by Bet with Joel. Bet with Joel is the best in sports uh, betting advice. All right, this guy was making a living off of beating the bookies, and he has been restricted from all bookmaking services. So that's how good this guy is. So now that he's not able to bet, he gives us the advice for us to do the betting and fill our pockets up. And let me tell you this, my pockets is looking real fat, bruh. You want to get involved, man? You want to get involved? You want to invest with Joel? It is gambling, but I like to call it an investment because I'm up three, four, five thousand percent. You know, I'm up there I'm up there spending money that I do have, but I didn't really earn. This is just Bet With Joel making me some extra cash. And if you want to get involved with Bet With Joel, you go to betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. That's P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 50 to get 50% off your first week with Bet With Joel. That's betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, boy. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Oh, no, no. Welcome, baby. Welcome, What's up, guys? Welcome to the party, bang bang! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain. All right, um, and let's just go right ahead and say the Johnny Cage of podcasting, bro. What? Now I know that I'm a uh, I'm not a day late, but I'm probably about uh, eleven or twelve hours late to the party right now because I have had a fucking wild week, right? A wild week, and this is gonna be a quick episode. This is me just checking in on this lovely hump day, and look at that sunshine. All right, so uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you guys a quick update of uh, what my week's been like. So uh, after I recorded the last episode of the Welcome to the Party podcast. I went over to my friend Mileage's house, and that's his name, Mileage, all right, because um, he uh, he used to be a skateboarder, and he used to get his miles up on them on them wheels, you know, Mileage. Um, he uh, and he he actually is very good at measuring things uh, that are long distances. So Mileage, you know, so he's uh, he he's no stranger to a to a ruler. Uh, he's no stranger to a road trip, um, and that's mileage, uh, and he looks just like Tony Hawk, um, if Tony Hawk loved homebrew beer, uh, so I went there, and we watched the football, which was GWS versus a team, now, um, do I remember who the team was? I, I think it might have been the Brisbane Lions, and it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Party podcast, and it's neither here nor there because this isn't this isn't really what the episode's about right now. But Toby Green got suspended for eye gouging, and yeah, and yeah, it was against Brisbane because I think he was eye gouging Lockie Neal actually. To be honest with you, um, so so that's one thing that he uh that got that happened at that game, um, 
Bet with Joel came through with the goods that game. They were all very late, uh, very tight, but it doesn't matter how close the bet is when you win it, you know? So, um, so that happened, got very, very lit at mileages, um, and then went out for a, a date on Saturday with mm, girlfriend, Rachel. We went in, we went for a drive into the hills, um, and we went to the Uradla pub. And that was a good feed. Uh, I was not very hungry because I was in my hungover state, but very good pub, very family friendly. Um, so that was nice. Then we just went for a you know a little bit of a mystery tour up in the hills there, and uh, we came across a a pub and I mean not a pub sorry a winery called um, Joyce and pine or pine and joyce or something like this and it was very nice had a nice view and there was a couple uh that were there and they were having an argument so me and rachel we watched them and the girl had a very very tidy rig so that was like uh, i pretended that i was kind of watching them have an argument but i was watching ma mainly her body so that was that was kind of fun um you know where where me and rachel talking big shit as we do um but on the way there, we saw a couple of alpacas and they got very excited while we drive by. So I pulled over the whip and we um we went over to the fence and this one alpaca was blind in one eye and it kept spinning around in circles. And I said to Rach, like, maybe maybe he can't see everything so because of his blindness. And I said he was blind because one of his eyes was white instead of black. So I just guessed that he was maybe blind. I'm not I'm not a veterinarian, a vet vet veterinarian. Um, but so that was that, that was that, um, yeah. And we picked, we just pulled some grass out of the ground. We were feeding these alpacas, um, and we were feeding one and then I went to feed the other one and the one that we were feeding spat at the other one. So I, I, I mean, like I said, I'm no veterinarian or like nature expert. Um, but I am a fan of nature boy. Woo! Um, but, uh, and that's Ric Flair, if you guys aren't uh, wrestling fans. Um, but, yeah, I think this this alpaca was asserting its dominance over the other alpaca and was like, no, these motherfuckers are here to feed me. And I was like, I thought that was kind of dope. And then I patted it on the back of the head and it had dreadlocks. It was the hairiest alpaca I ever did see. And it had dreadlocks, dude. It was one of my Jamaican cousins. So that was kind of cool, bruh. Um, what else, bro? Oh yeah. Went to mum's for dinner that night, gave Trixie some cuddles, uh, and went to bed cause I had a three, no, a 4.30 call time as an extra on this Mortal Kombat movie. And I'm not allowed to say too much. I'm not allowed to say where I had to go. I'm not allowed to really say what the scene is, but I'll tell you this. I am a security guard. Um, well, like, I'm not an actual security guard. I'm an extra. So I'm a guy that dresses up as a security guard, right? And all the other extras or some of the other extras thought I was a real security guard. And I've got people coming up to me asking me where the toilet is. I've got people coming up. I'm one of the actual actors, right? And I won't tell you who it is or what he does. But one of the actual actors comes up to me and he, like, between takes, he's having cigarettes, right? And he comes up to me because I'm standing by the door um, and the door is a real door. Okay. So it's not like a, like the set 
is it's inside a building, a real building. So there's a door and the door actually goes outside. And so this dude, like it's not just, the door's not just leaving the set to like another room or just like to the same room, but outside of the set, it's the door actually goes outside. And that was a lot of explanation about that door, which probably didn't really, wasn't really pertinent to the story, but I digress. So this dude comes up to the door and he, and he like, he's like, I'm just, I'm just going out for a smoke. And I was like, dude, I'm an extra. You don't need my permission. I don't need to know where you're at at all times, bro. And I guess that what that really does mean is one of two things. Uh, one, I should get into security because people already think that I am that. Or two, I am fucking good at acting and maybe I shouldn't be an extra and I should just be an actor because I was selling this security shit. You know, I was selling it. And people really, really thought that I was security. So, so that was pretty dope. Um, and I'm probably going to turn that into a bit. So if you guys ever want to come watch me do comedy, like I'll probably talk about that. And I have another story that happened. I'm not real sure if I want to tell it or if I want to only do it for comedy, but I do know that a lot of you guys don't come to my fucking gigs. So, so maybe I'll tell you here, or maybe I fucking won't. And you'll force you to come out. I don't know, but shout out to Lou Dala, Lewis Dalby, Gross Motif. Um, he, uh, he came to my set last night and I had a reasonable set. I got some good feedback from a couple of comedians that I, I really respect. So I felt, I felt very nice afterwards. Um, it was a great show. Every comedian that went up fucking killed it. Um, and when I say every, I mean every bar about two. Um, and that was rude. Um, but dude, I fucking love comedy, man. I love doing this shit. I really do. Um, cause I've got wild stories and you guys know about a lot of my stories. Like I know, I know Jerry Jeffcott personally dudes. And a lot of you guys don't, cause he's not really famous, but he's like accidentally famous. Like, um, people often say like, oh man, I was blind on the weekend. And that means blind drunk. And people don't actually know where where that expression comes from. But I went to high school with Jerry Jeffcott and he drank himself blind. He fucking did that. I went to school with him, bro. And people were like, but Clay, you're so, so, so young. And, and I've never seen anyone younger than you. And I thought that expression was actually older than that. And well, that's fine, but you don't know how old I am because black don't crack. So that's, that's really, that's really, what it is here. Um, and also a lot of black people aren't document, aren't, aren't that well documented. Um, you know, a lot of black people are seeking asylum and they, they end up playing in under 14s, um, basketball teams. And they're actually like 28 and they end up getting drafted number one pick. Um, when everyone thinks they're 18, but they're really, they're really the strongest man alive. Cause they're actually, you know, 32 years old. And they've been 32 for one year because the year before that they were, you guessed it, 31. And I forgot why I started talking about Africans, but um, yeah, I just want to talk a little bit more about being an extra and then I'm going to get off of here because I really don't have the fuck of time. And this isn't always going to be this rushed. You guys know that. You guys know that I put time and effort into the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And we don't have video today either because of the lack of time um, and because I have to I have to upload this instantly. Usually I do this the day before hump day. 
um, and money making Mitch Edison and shit, but we need to put this up instantly because I'm late because I had to go straight from set to the comedy club and I, I was tired, bro. And so I went straight to bed. And then when, when I was in bed, um, I, well, I've got today off from work from my real job and I've got, I've got a call time this afternoon to be on set. And I'm not going to have time tonight. So I have to get this fucking shit done now. What am I talking about, dude? Oh yeah, dude. Everybody that's an extra, like they obviously want to get on camera and shit. And that's dope. Like you want to be, you want to be in a movie like Mortal Kombat. And it's very exciting. But I fucking love, there was so many extras, dude. There's about 600 extras. All right in the same place at the same time with the same goal, the same common goal, the the same focus, right? Like to, you know, do their job and make this shit look as good as it's supposed to look. But it's, it's rare to see that many people in one space. That's like an instant community. Like I knew a couple dudes there, you know, like Matt Hampton PT, um, and, uh, the Blake's, and Rachel was also there. Um, and uh, uh, Matt Moss, who I don't really know that well, but I've seen him do stand-up a couple times. Um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, one dude from the gym as well was there. And I, so I actually recognized a lot of people too. But, you know, I keep digressing. So let's, let's get back into this. Yeah. Everybody, it was like this instant community of strangers and everybody was so excited and so positive. And there was just, I just didn't see any of that negative shit that you kind of see on a day-to-day basis, like grumpy people or, I mean, I was grumpy for sure because, you know, I, you don't get to sleep very much when your call time's 4.30 because that means you got to get up at three and you got to drive to the location and all this. So yeah, I was grumpy. But that wasn't like, I didn't like hate anybody. I didn't see, there wasn't any discriminations or nothing like that, bro. It was just like, everybody was there for this shared interest and they were all very happy and positive and chatting and people making friends and all types of wild shit, bro. And I, um, I don't know, last night I was just reflecting on that and I felt, it felt really nice to like be a part of that because I've even been in communities, basketball, jealousy. There's jealousy and people don't want to see other people shine. Um, and that's what me and Dante used to always say. We would just be like, niggas don't want to see niggas shine, bruh. And, um, and that's really what it, what it can be like. And I feel, to be honest with you, I feel like in comedy, it's a little bit the same. Like some people don't want to see you do good. People want other people to fail because then it's easier for them to stand out instead of let's all be good and raise each other up like oh he's that good so i've got to be better instead of oh he sucks he sucks and that's that's good for me and i don't want him to be good and i don't want to support him and i don't want to give any advice and things like that and i'm not saying the whole community is like that but i'm saying that there are for sure people like that and in business it's like that you know there's backstabbers it's a dog eat dog world they say it's just it's basically life and being on this set, I didn't see none of that. I didn't see people in the back row pushing to get to the front because they wanted to be on camera. It was people stood where they got told to stand. They accepted it. They enjoyed it. And they had fun. And I love to see that. I love that positivity, bro. Fucking love that shit. And um, also, let me tell you this. My back's all jacked up, dude. 
My back's all jacked up, dude. Why? Because um, when you have to stand up in one place without moving for 12 hours, two days in a row, you're fucked, bro. I'm doing all types of stretches. I'm touching my toes, all types of wild shit. My back's jacked up. So, um, when I drive to set today, I'm definitely going to have a um, wheat wheat bag uh, on my back on the drive there because I don't have heated seats, you know. I'm. Uh, you guys know I bought a new car a few months ago, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't buy a good enough car because this motherfucker doesn't even have heated seats. So I got to bring my wheat bag when my back's all jacked up. And let me tell you this: I play social basketball. I uh, I go to the gym occasionally. I haven't gone in probably a month. Um, you know, I do things. I do active things, and standing in one spot for a whole day hurt my back more than any of those things. So, being an extra is hard. Um, being an extra is exhausting. Doing the same thing for just days at a time, and yeah, the actors have to do it too. But also, actors have stand-in actors. So I would say maybe it's more annoying. Nah, because they're all doing their job. So it's like, and they're focused. So they've actually got, got a, they're actually probably enjoying it more. They've got more of a purpose. Whereas extras, we're just like a, a living set. You know what I mean? We're just there to make the set more realistic. So they don't have to put CGI people in or, or cardboard cutouts or um, like, like shirts just on, on coat hangers or something like that. So, so that's what we're there for. We're just a living set and it's mindless. Um, I'm not complaining, bro, because, you know, we get paid and we signed up for it. You know, they didn't just say you have to do this. It was, you know, come audition. Oh, guess what? You got it. Do you want to do it? And then we say, yeah, uh, and we get paid for it. So don't complain, you know, but yeah, dude, my back's all fucked up. I've got one more day. One more eight hour, one more lot of eight hours, and uh, then back to work tomorrow. Um, shit, should I tell this story? Just trying to think, man. I don't want to burn all my like, cause I know I'm gonna use this for a comedy routine. I just don't want to burn all my shit, um, on the potty, you know. And then people come out of the show and they're like, "Heard it? Did I tell you about that?" Um last week or two weeks ago at the, at Cranker Comedy, where's where I did my, uh, my set last night. Um, Crown and Anchor in Adelaide. Um, the, the, the guy that runs the room, right? He's a comedian. He's a veteran in the game. His name's Ross Voss Fatikas, Ross Voss. Um, Ross Voss for teacups as he, um, has been affectionately known. Um, and uh, he he goes up to do his set and he tells this joke and this bitch says, Hand it. And he's just like, hey, time out. What the fuck, bro? If you've heard the joke, like not everybody's heard it. Like don't be a cunt. And he didn't say it like that. He actually said it very nicely, but I would have been probably a bit more angry. But that was, um, that was really annoying of that bitch to do that. So, uh, that's why I kind of don't want to burn all my material on the potty, but I'm going to tell you guys this fucking wild story anyway. So 
there's this young boy there that I'm thinking is maybe like between 14 and 16 years old. And his hair looks so fucking wild, bro. He looks like almost like Blake from Workaholics. Um, but he's got blonde hair instead of red hair and he's much younger. Um, and this kid, dude, his dad's there and his dad's basically got the same haircut. But these two are pretty lit as well. Like, they're fucking... Um, I don't want to be rude, but like they seem kind of like maybe mentally challenged almost, but they're not. They just seem so wild. They seem so free almost. I'm almost jealous of them because I feel like they don't have a worry in the world. They don't have no stresses almost. Like they're just pretty simple in, in the best way possible. I don't, I'm not trying to be offensive. Um, but they come up and they're talking to us, right? And they're talking about how tall I am and how tall... Um, my friends are Matt Hampton PT and his name's also Peter Frampton. Um, and, uh, and Dylan de Blakeway. And if you can spell de Blakeway without cheating and send that into, um, uh, the welcome to the potty podcast, you win a prize. Um, because I'll tell you what de Blakeway is not spelled T H E B L A K E W A Y the Blakeway. That's incorrect. Um, starts with a D, okay? And if you can spell De Blakeway, bruh, without um, phoning a friend, you win a prize, all right? Because this dude's name, I don't know if it's French or what the fuck it is, but this shit is wild, bro, to spell. But it's a dope surname to say, De Blakeway. Um, and I said this was supposed to be a short episode. Um, what are we at here? We're already at 20 minutes. Like, this is almost a fucking full episode anyway. Um, let me finish this story. So, he's coming up, talking about how tall we are. I'm about... I'm 6'7". Matt Hampton PT is uh, 6'4", but he's built like Hercules, okay? You look him up. Matt Hampton PT. And if you can't just spell that phonetically, um, go to school, motherfucker. Read a book. I'm not spelling Matt Hampton PT. I already spelt out the PT. Um, and then Dylan is about six, two, six, three. So reasonably tall men. Um, but then they start, cause Matt's built like Hercules. This kid starts like, like poking him and he's like, yeah, yeah, pretty firm, pretty firm. And I mean, he's poking him right in the, in the abdominal muscles, bro. And let me tell you this, if you follow this guy on Instagram, you'll see that this guy has got some serious abdominal muscles. Okay. This kid's poking him and he's got a shirt on. The kid does. And so does Matt. And he's poking him and and he's like, yeah, pretty firm, pretty firm. And then the dad is like, oh, oh, punch him in the, punch him, punch him in the guts, man. In high school, all us boys, we used to just be like, yeah, give us your best shot. And we used to just punch, like slug each other in the guts, right? And then I, well, at work, this guy at work, Tony Hill, he, um, you know, he, he used to have a bit of a beer gut, but he was pretty strong. And he'd tell us like, yeah, he just, yeah, he just, every time before he's going home on the way back home from work, he'd be like, yeah, guys, just have you, give us your best shot. And I used to just slug him like a half dozen times. And he'd just be like, yeah, no worries, boys, see you tomorrow. And then one day, He's just driving home and he has a heart attack. I mean, it's not from, it wasn't from 
It wasn't from me punching him, but he had a heart attack. And then his son's just like, oh, was he all right? And then this dude, bro, goes, oh, no, nah, well, he died. But it wasn't from me punching him. Like, I barely touched him. Dude, we are fucking losing our minds, bro. Because he had just one minute before that said, he said <laughs> that he slugged him a half dozen times, bro, in the gut. And then this dude died and he doesn't reckon that he had anything to do with it, bro. <laughs> oh my God. And then I started calling him homicide, right? And then, and then he's just like, oh, nah, nah, I'm pretty, uh, pretty sleep deprived. That's what's going on. I'm pretty sleep deprived. Oh, oh, I'm dizzy. I need a drink. Where's the water? And he's just like, he's just fucking absolutely trying to eject from this wild story and this admission to, to murder, essentially, bro. And I just, let me tell you this. I just could not fucking believe it. Um, so yeah. I don't know if there's a, I know I've got one, I've got a couple cop friends and I, I think they listen to the show. So I don't know if they're going to knock on my door and trying to get some information on this dude, this murderer. Um, and then this dude, he starts tapping me on the shoulder because I'm laughing so hard and he, he's trying to like back out of the story. He was like, you know, backing out of the story. And I was like, bruh, don't fucking touch me with your hands of death. You know, like, fuck, bruh. Get the, you need to sit somewhere else. This dude admits to murder with his, with his bare hands and then touches me with the same hands he's killed a man with? Good God. No, bruh, I will not accept that. That's not how I want to go out. The, the touch of death from this fucking guy? Nah. No, thank you. But this is the kind of shit that... This is why I have to have a podcast. Because this is the kind of wild shit that I get myself into sometimes. But yeah, man. I'm an extra on uh, Mortal Kombat. So that comes out in 2021. Um, if you want to win yourself some fucking easy money... Um, and that's... Yeah, if you want to win yourself some fucking easy money, bruh... Easy money. You sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week and you'll you'll never look back. You'll never uh, regret it. I've been doing this shit for months. I'm up thousands, bro. And uh, and that's not an exaggeration. I'm not going to tell you how many thousands because I don't want you cats asking me for free shit. Um, but I will tell you this. We've got some new merch coming. It's ordered. It's on its way. I don't know if it's already yet, but um, yeah, I haven't got I haven't got notification that this shit's been sent. But we got new merch coming, so keep an eye out. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend because remember, there's a referral bonus. There is a referral bonus for telling a friend to, about the Welcome to the Party podcast. You tell a friend about us, and they 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 listen. You get a referral bonus. Just make sure you let me know, because otherwise you don't get it. Because I'm not able to tell if someone just listens to the potty who told him. You know, you got to be like, yo, I told my friend um, Squidward that uh, to listen to your show and he loves it. And I love it. And I'll be like, 
And I'll be like, yeah, bro. Well, referral bonus awarded, you know? So there's that. Um, what else? Oh yeah. Rate and review the podcast, bro. Really helps. Really helps. Rate and review us five stars, please. And if you have, if you have already done that, you don't need to do it again. And all you need to do is tell a friend to go and do it. You understand? So do that for us, man. We don't ask for much. This shit is free. Free entertainment. We don't ask for, for much from you except telling friends and rating and reviewing. So just do that shit. Happy hump day, you motherfuckers. I hope, I hope it's payday. I hope you guys have got some fresh bread in your hands and you can just go and, um, you know, splurge out. And that wasn't a joke about ejaculation. So go splurge out. Um, buy yourself something nice. And if it's not payday, it is next week. You know what I'm saying? Or m- month. You know, it depends on how you get paid. Um, anyway, who got, who fucking knows what I'm talking about? Um, my next show is on, do I have my phone in my pocket? No. Um, I've got a show at Giggles in, uh, a couple months. No, it's in October. I think it's like October 10th or something. If, if that's a, um, if that's uh, Wednesday, it's a Wednesday night in October, at the start of October, and uh, I've got a gig at Giggles, so come along to that, and um, yeah man, this is Welcome to the Party, and as always, bung bung! Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to